How's it going, guys? I'm Zeke. I'm Jake. And you're listening to the Cinema Sideshow Podcast, Episode 8. Today, Jake, we are joined by a special guest and ZKJ alumni, Oh, Jack Bett. Jack Bett. Yay! Yay. Welcome to the show, Jack. so happy to be here. You've been you've been on the Blue Velvet podcast for like a couple of seasons, times at the very least, at yeah, least a few times, it. and now you're on a cinema side show with us. Really took a step down, didn't I? <laughs> Downgraded. It's all gone downhill. Yeah. No, I, never leave the country again. We're very happy to have you on this podcast, Jack. I feel like the film this week, uh, which we'll be talking about later in the show, mm-hmm. yeah. was perfect for you. It's perfect for you, Jack. Okay, whatever. It's, uh, it's catered to your <laughs> to your particular taste in movies. Oh, no. So, uh, what's been up, guys? We watching movies? No, not really. <laughs> Honestly, have nothing prepared. I watched I watched the, the, this film or the one we're going to talk about later, and then I watched the entire season of Breaking Bad. Is it a uh, series? It's like Are six you're... episodes long. It's super short. So that's his new show. What's that called? Uh, Afterlife. Afterlife. What's it about? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so it's it's Ricky Gervais, yeah. It's um, it's his. Basically, it starts off his wife has died from cancer, um, and he's just a super depressed dude who's. So it's just, a comedy. It's a. It is a comedy, and that's the thing. It's like the most. It's, oh, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. It's like so. It felt okay. Here's the thing. I feel different about it from the first, like, it's only three hours long. Yep. The first two hours, over six episodes, first two hours, I was like, this is lazy, this is stupid, it's tonally inconsistent, this sucks. The main uh, character, I'm trying to remember his name, I think it was like, um, why am I, how am I blanking on this? Tony, his name's Tony. I hate him, but by the end of it, I kind of understood what he was trying to do yeah. with it, but also... I don't know. Not and a fun watch? And it's getting decent reviews, which is baffling me. Why is that? Like, why is it getting reviews? Well, why is it? Why Why does that baffle you? Oh, no. Well, you know why it baffles you, because it, it's cause shit. It's, it's bad. But and what are the reviews saying? Why are they defending it? They're saying, like, oh, it's a really, like, interesting take on, like, this discussion or this topic about... Because eventually what the show is trying to say is to be nicer to each other. And it, it takes a while to get there. And it's like, okay, I kind of see what they're doing. It's not it's not the worst attempt in the world. Like, there's some decently yeah. emotional scenes and whatnot. But it's just... There's just some really awkward chunks to it. There's, like, a scene... It's legit him just, like... It's the whole, you know, you've got the music playing. It's him waking up in the morning, getting ready for work. And then it just randomly cuts to him in the bathtub with a razor. And I'm like, is this 13 reasons Whoa, why? Man. This is, Jesus. Like, this is like insane. Dark comedy, And man. then it's a very dark comedy. And it just, it just really threw me off. But so, it, would you recommend it? Yes. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I would because I, I kind of see what he's doing, but it just it kind of fumbles. You know, if you're gonna do a show like that, it, it can't be a comedy. Yeah, it, that's fair. It's just it's just too awkward and I don't know. And it's it it has the same feeling as like there's you know there's you know that Netflix show called Love. <clears throat> it's like three seasons on and ended no. a couple of years ago. Um, it has the same um thing as that where there's just a lot of characters a lot of scene and a lot of dialogue that feels like it's absolutely unnecessary right like, this right. could have easily been like an hour 20 long film and done the exact same thing but it felt like he had a ton of stand-up routines that he just needed to throw in there for no reason whatsoever man he's not been getting a lot of love on this show ricky gervais unlucky uh, unlucky what about you jack what have you been watching uh nothing i've literally watched nothing nothing I just rewatched shit true. I've watched before. That's like, not true. What about the doco you watched? Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I watched Behind the Curve, a, a documentary on Netflix about people who believe the Earth is flat. He's, like, sorting out his hat while he's saying Really? This. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, because I, I feel like the people in it, they're all flat earthers, like, the, the subject, but I think they genuinely thought someone wanted to make a, a film promoting their beliefs, but they look like fucking idiots. <laughs> So it's like they made this movie, and then at the end, everyone it pretty much ends with "You're all stupid." And clearly, like the, the last scene in the movie is a scientist being like, "They're just uneducated." But this dude thinks the movie is like about him and that he's the greatest flat earther ever. They believe in crazy shit. That's it's right. actually interesting to take that um like, approach. Well, my documentary. Yeah, I mean it's Netflix. Netflix have big budgets in their docos, but uh, it's funny though because in the movie it's like setting up facts, but every once in a while it will cut back to this event, this Flat Earther event that's happening, mm. and the people that are running it... Flat Earther It's like event. a convention, yeah. A convention. <laughs> but oh uh, the God. people that are running it are like, well, we have two weeks of the event, and we want to prove something so that we can present it at the event. We're having 2,000 attendees. We need to prove something to them that, that will be like solid evidence that the world is, in fact, flat. So the whole movie, it cuts... Everyone, so it's like fucking Looney Tunes. It cuts back to them... <laughs> Like, having all these plans to prove that the Earth is flat, and every time it fails... Bunch of acne posters. Yeah. yeah. Every time it fails and proves that it's round, they're like, oh, well, uh, we'll just try something else next time. Clearly this was a mistake. And, like, they, keep, they keep proving that the Earth is round, and then being like, uh, uh, oh, we'll try something else next time. But, like, the, like, they set up a bunch of poles, like, giant poles mm. on the floor, and they're like, yeah. if this laser shoots through at the exact height on every single one, the Earth is flat. But if there's a difference because of the curvature, then it means the Earth is round. And they oh. do it, and there's a difference, and they're like, uh, well, uh, the um, uneven soil, mate, it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and then they buy this gyro device. I mean, that's actually kind of a good point. <laughs> I actually want to watch this. You're selling this documentary. Yeah. It sounds they fun. They buy this gyro device that spins with the Earth thing, and they're like, we're going to put it in a special container, and it's going to stop spinning, and that'll prove that the, the fucking thing is just spinning because of the wind or some shit. We put it in the container and it doesn't stop spinning. And they spent twenty thousand dollars on this device just for it to <laughs> just for it to do its job and prove that the Earth isn't fucking flat. <laughs> well, it's insane. I would recommend watching it. I actually, I actually will. Yeah, just have a laugh. So just get added to the three sixty five list. Add it to the list, Zeke. You know, adding it to the list. Yeah, what was the funny. other one before the podcast started? Was add it to the list that you wanted me to watch? So Nacho Libre. That's right. Nacho Libre. Oh, Classic. Man, Jack can't get over this bloody thing. Yeah. You should love it. Never even heard of it before. We made masks. Never year, heard I think it was like year, nope. year five or something. We made masks. I've still never seen like wow. Napoleon Dynamite, Dynamite and stuff masks. like that. Like well, I've never add seen. that to the list. I think it was, <laughs> it was my mate. Um, it's made by the same guy. Really? I was, in, I was in primary school. It was my mate, me and Toto, and I think we just... Fake name. We just watched... No, it's not a That's fake That's an name. anime character, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> That's your imaginary yeah, friend. He's buddy. actually one of the main actors who badly attempted robbery, which we lost. Really? Watched, watched late last year, yeah. Wow. I'll point him out to you later, but um, he was my good mate in primary school, and I think we watched that together, naturally, bro. And you fell in love instantly. And No, I've rewatched that movie several times in, over the years, and I still can't get into it. Gets it gets better the older you get. It's like a low-budget Wes Anderson film. It's so quirky. I need to rewatch it, because I just I can't get it. It doesn't click Do you for like me. Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, if you don't love Napoleon Dynamite, I can understand. It's kind of the same style of film. I've never seen either. I, I just can't get into it. I literally... I don't know, like the characters and stuff. Like, there's a winning formula in there. I know mm -hmm. that for a fact. And it I nails just, it. I just can't get into it. I don't know. 
Try again. <laughs> Try you sound so, dis- so disappointed. I just can't. I'm really disappointed. I want to like this This episode film. of the podcast is brought to you by Nacho Libre. <laughs> Nickelodeon Films presents... By Jack Black's new non-gaming gaming channel. Of course. So, I'm up to uh, Film challenge. 70 today. Sorry um, again. So again. I mean, I'm up to Film 70. 70, wow. Um, so, this week was again. 64 to 70. Um... I had number 64 was High Flying Bird, which is the latest Sodenberg film. Oh, of course. No, really enjoyed it. Oh, Captain cool. Marvel, which we're talking about later in the show today. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like a baby. If I make a fart noise, he laughs. Screw you. Jesus, guys. We're, um, like, we're, like, we're like Siamese twins at this point. <laughs> sharing a microphone. We're sharing a microphone. Um, the perks of being a wallflower. Yes. Don't yeah. do it. No um, for that one. The yeah. other guys. Um... Tower oh, the, um, and the Will Ferrell one. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. Oh what? my god, that was like a huge deal when we were in high school. I that's got one didn't good like scene that movie. It. It's got what? one good scene. I think it's funny. No. I think Will Ferrell 90% of the time just pisses the me off. The only good scene is when Sam Jackson and The Rock kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for the bushes. That was a great <laughs> scene, though. I won't lie. I like the follow-up scene where they're like, there were no bushes nearby. I don't know why they jumped. Like they like there was like the clearing. No, wasn't wasn't the thing they jumped because they they didn't catch the guys. And because they had, like, a perfect record, they were so ashamed they actually killed themselves. Maybe that's, themselves. like, one of your... Wasn't theor- that the whole thing? I think that that's scene? one of your fan theories. No, I swear guys. that's what it was, because the guys got away, and they're like, you know what we're going to do, and then they just die. Well, maybe. They you're thinking, I'm looking a bit too far to God, into it. No, I swear to God, that's what it was. And I was, like, 12 when I watched this. It's a good film. I liked it. I need to rewatch it. Easy film. Not easy film to watch. It's harder film to get through. Um, Tower, which was pretty good. I was like, that is. It's, like, this... doc. It's a documentary about the... You remember that shooter at the Texas, the oh, yeah. Bell Health? Is that yeah, on Netflix? Bell. Yes. Mm, maybe I'll watch it. Netflix. And it's it's really alternate. It's like kind of got that weird animation style where it's like like Degrading. a Scanner Darkly style. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and Boogie Nights, which is tonight, which I've never tonight, seen. So you haven't seen it yet? No. Which so is... technically 64 to 69, seven years. <laughs> so... Yeah, I almost want to make, because I haven't put up some of the posts yet, I want to make Boogie Night 69, because I think it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah you just got to swap it around. Yeah, because I'd be like, you know, come on. Um, but yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Get no, real. it's, it's, it's uh, it, they're a good collection of films, you know? They're like, they're, it's been it's a pretty so, good... It's a solid list. I, I didn't... Can we talk about Perks Spin Wallflower, though? We can talk about it, Jake. Good. Um, <laughs> I hated the first 20 minutes. Mm. It took me a while to get into that movie. I the first 20 minutes. Just quirky teen shit, right? <laughs> oh, listen to my fucking tape recorder mix. Yeah, I, I was saying to Jack, I was like, I know it's not technically saying what the time period is, mm. but I think they just take it to a whole new like whole new level with oh, the whole like stuff. oh mixtapes. What year are we in? I feel like the movie was ambiguous with what year it was in, so it could have been based in the eighties for all we know. Like I haven't no, watched it in a while. definitely was in the eighties. Do you see a cell phone? Probably. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think but you do... If it, if it was 80s, they would have like made a huge fucking deal about it. I feel it. like it's no, early 2000s. Harry Potter was in the 80s. Did you know that? Harry Potter was in the 90s, sir. It ended in 98. Okay, so it was yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> but they weren't wearing fucking flame button-up shirts They mentioned shit. a PlayStation 1 in the books. 
Like, um, yeah, like Dud- I Dudley. Nerd. I figured it was Dudley early two thousand. Like, Dudley gets like a PlayStation One, but even that is a little. I'm not a nerd, it's a little mate. like it's like a year or two. Well, also, it they could. Out. I would just assume they were a poor the family and they could only afford the. What is that? The Dursleys. They're just the PS4s out. And but they they're only last the year, last year, I had thirty seven. They had tons of money. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm <laughs> a fucking nerd with all this Harry Potter shit. <laughs> I don't even like. Harry I almost Potter. mentioned Harry Potter to Glenn in class the other day, and I was like, I was like, I was not going to do that. That's dangerous. He was talking about trios. Like trios in films. Ah, and I was like Harry Potter. E- oh, I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> no, I don't like Harry Potter. To be fair, it was a good example. I'm not though. a big Harry Potter fan. You seen Crimes of Grindelwald? No, I do not. Want you to actually know. scared everyone else from that film. I got the script for. Did they ask you to make it? <laughs> no, no, because they sell with the, with the um, Fantastic Beasts movies. Mm-hmm. They actually sell the oh. screenplays as like books. You know, uh, it's a little silly where that yeah. movie or whatever that movie peaked in its opening scene, where I actually thought to myself, oh. Johnny Depp might actually be an awesome villain. And this movie right. might be kind of cool. And then it didn't do that. And he got did. a shitty haircut, and the movie was crap. And he was pretty much just Hitler. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's bad. And surprised. the movie had no fight scenes. It was just people talking. Were there any battle angels in it? There might be one or two. couple yeah. of battle angels. A couple of leader battle angels. <laughs> Still fighting for a leader. Because we've, we've, we've been in group chats with this man right here. He won't shut up about the bloody Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, and now he's seen the film. I don't know anything. Well, about I think Rotten Tomatoes are going to be like a theme of, of this podcast. Because what did I think of uh, Leonardo Battle Angel? Yes, I want to know. I thought it was awesome, and I wish they'd make a sequel. Wow, it is a fun movie. It's not going to win an Oscar, but it. How do you know that? Best... Though anything can get nominated. <laughs> apparently, it is, it is the best anime adaption. Best makeup. Not much competition. <laughs> Live action American. Um, anime ab- adaption of a fucking anime shit, you know. Let's it's the best with Ghost, in, Ghost in the Shell and yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution, but it's the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about it's, that it's, one. It's it's the uh, CGI is amazing. It should win a visual effects Oscar for sure, because I forgot that the main character was entirely CGI, and the Even action, big ass eyes. The action is actually <laughs> interesting and well shot, unlike some films that we'll talk about later. <laughs> and uh, oh, when she punches someone, you're like. Oh, was she punch when one CGI character punches another CGI character? It felt so real. Really, it's just fun, and the end is a bit much. It should have stopped right I mean, before the end, but Infinity War has that. Surely Thanos punches some other CGI. Yeah, but it just character. feels like big CGI people fighting and explosions. This one's like a really personal fight between two CGI. That's people. going to really play into later in the the uh, episode, <laughs> later in the show. I don't like milk. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I was sort of contemplating seeing it, but after the whole Mortal Engines fiasco we had, like what late last year, or big like, budget CGI movies. Yeah, they're just me- they're a bit of a mess now. I feel like Alita was good, but mm. the end, it, it, the movie ends, and then it's like, oh, we kind of left Alita in a good situation where she doesn't really need a sequel. We need to kill off one of the characters so that she has a reason to be a battle angel. And then they just kill off the, the guy. The guy. Spoiler alert! The guy, her boyfriend, she cuts his head off to save him. Because in the future, she, he's, she cuts he's gonna his get, head off to save. He's gonna him. get killed by a bounty hunter, so she fucking decapitates him, puts his head in a bag, and then puts his head on a robot when she gets home, so that the bounty hunter. It's a very weird movie. So that the bounty hunter. I need to see this movie. Like and there's like movie. they've just that guy almost died, and they saved it. It's like oh he's fine. Tune in next time. In a le- Tune in next time. <laughs> <for the sequel. laughs> but then, uh, <laughs> right when you think 
<laughs> right when you think the movie's over and her, she's happy and maybe we'll fuck shit up in the next movie. He comes back to life and she's like, oh, where'd he go? So, oh, he's climbing up that rope to the city in the sky. And she goes up there. City and then the he just sky. gets In literally 30 seconds, he's like, Alita, I have to go. I'm a robot now. I must save. I want to go up there. And she's like, okay, but you're going to die. And then he dies. And she's like, oh, I guess I now I have to be a battle angel. And then the movie ends. What? I was like, <laughs> I just like, mate, save that for the sequel. He looked like the, the CGI. That's the only one of the only bad CGI parts in that movie is that guy's head on a robot body looked like Spy Kids 3D. Nice. Oh. It was some bad CGI. I'm Man, did it look like Spy Mark Kids. Ruffalo and the Hulk busts of bloody armor? Oh, it looked no, it looked worse. It, oh it was God. literally like they were like, "Fuck, we ran out of time. We spent six years making a leader look good. We forgot about the other guys." Man, that's some. <laughs> Some rough CGI in the last oh, couple of years. That should be an episode once we just talk about worse CGI we've 7. seen. 7.75. Would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Jack taking a shot at my 365 7. scores. 7.75. Um, okay, so I enjoyed I enjoyed the other guys. Perks being Wallflower, I enjoyed. I loved the performances by Emma Watson, Ezra Miller in particular. I forgot he was in that movie. Like Logan Lerman. I read your review as a, and I was like, oh my God. I and Ezra Miller is probably one of the strongest parts of that movie too. Yeah, I mean, he's great in the movie. I All three of them was are. actually him. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, really good film. Um, film that I think every well, we were actually appropriately aged as teenagers when that teen movie came out. So the fact that I missed it was kind of a bit of a because it came out in twenty twelve. Which yeah, I watched in puts yeah, us like at ninth or tenth grade. So yeah, it would have been pretty resonant with me. Yeah, at the sure. it's kind of like uh, the thirteen reasons why before uh, it was cool. You know the mums, the same mum. Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> thirteen reasons and perks. Yeah. She's really good at being depressed when her kid tries to kill herself, <laughs> I guess. She's like, maybe she just really likes that kind of role. She reads the script and it's like, and the daughter kills herself. She's like, I'm in. <laughs> I was actually completely mind blown. Like, I, I, I was watching it. I was like, hang on. Isn't that Hannah's mum from 13 right. Reasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same universe? Hmm? Same universe, man. <laughs> she's, she's a real she's, shit mum. She's mom. had it rough, yeah. <laughs> God, when's that coming out? Is that coming out this year? Third, se- third season of 13 Reasons? I think they on hold for a while. No, they? I think they are doing it. I think Catherine Langford's not in this one, She's though. in Avengers 4, that's why. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Hang on, what? She's in Endgame. She got cast in Endgame. I completely forgot what about for? that. I don't, I don't know. know. She has red hair and that's all we know. Ooh. It's, ginger. it's not ginger. I completely forgot about that, dude, yeah. yeah. I bet you should be in it for 30 seconds. That was huge when I read that. You reckon she's just in the end credit and sequence the guy, to, like, the Asian allude. guy from Maybe. that show... Ross Butler is in Shazam, so I think they've taken a year off to sort of like. Well, you know what I'm bummed about is Oscar Isaac's going to be in the Spider Verse stuff, but he's not going to be in like the live action stuff because he's, I don't you know, know, he's in Spider Verse. Wait, who's he in Spider Verse? This is a 2099 Spider Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at the end. Such a good end. That's the best end credit sequence. Oh, it absolutely is. So funny. They literally meme Spider Verse. I love it. It's so good. But um, yeah, no, I'm. I mean, we're ready to crack on into the second half of the show. <clears throat> Topic well, we got, time. We got our um. We, I want. Oh. I want to hear your promotion, Zeke. For. Oh. We, you were teasing something that you and Jack wanted to do, but then you Oh yes, you're correct. Yes. Yeah, so anything happening in our film no, careers lately? So it. Jack and Jack and I <laughs> were Zeke. hanging out the other day. Hi, Jack. Um, and was my invite? We came across. <laughs> I came Are across this ad. Me? That it was like, oh, Netflix costs 120 bucks a year or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was basically trying to sell this free subscription service to, like, another one of those, like, you know, like, Netflix streaming. So, it's like another one of those. It's called okay. Tubi. Tubi. Now, Tubi. of course, I go, I go, how do they afford the licensing if it's free? It is free to get. This is a big Tubi ad. But 
<laughs> Sponsor for the week. Let me Sponsor let me tell you week. some of the movies that are on this. Titanic two. Everyone's what? classic film, Titanic two. The ten. Uh Convoy, Sparks. Basically it's all knockoff films. Yeah. Wait, is this like real? It's not yeah, made by it's James a Cameron. real service. The movie was made for twenty bucks. Puts, puts okay. obviously it gets films that are in public domain and puts them on this service. And Jack and I were thinking about starting up a small short series where we watch these films, oh. like Titanic or trash films, nice. and do our to, audio my, track over the film. My goal was to see if we could find a hidden gem within all the Tubi crap. You know. Yes. So it's right, the search okay. for the best. I see. Okay. Amongst cool. the shit. So it's to nice. be continued. So that will be a show that we might do maybe a sh- an episode once a month. And we just sit down or watch the movie and do the live commentary tack over the movie. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because it's free okay. domain, so we can actually show the movie on YouTube that's without true. having any copyright issue. So, yeah. Be a lot of fun. So we're going to do that. Very nice. And very uh, nice. that'll be coming up. So that's my first time I've had something to say on the career lately thing. It's been mainly... You got, uh, your, you got your lips sealed. That's what's going on over there. Yeah. I'm, I'm holding out. Anyway, I guess uh, we crack on into movie of the week, guys. Captain Marvel. And you're a Kree, a race of noble warriors. Heroes, noble warrior heroes. Captain Marvel was the final pit stop in the juggernaut that is the MCU. It is the latest addition to the universe with Avengers Endgame right around the corner. Captain Marvel is an extraterrestrial Kree Kree warrior who finds herself caught in the middle of an intergalactic battle between her people and the Skrulls. Living on Earth in 1995, she keeps having recurring memories of another life as a US Air Force pilot, Carol Danvers. With help from Nick Fury, Captain Marvel tries to uncover the secrets of her past while harnessing her special superpowers to end the war with the evil Skrulls. Boom! Weird spelling for Skrulls, by the way. Skrulls. Well, that's what it's on IMDb, so... How's it spelled? It spells like skulls, but with an R in there. Yeah, that's like how you spell scrolls. it. So, like that bit that's with a in Pooh's Grand Adventure, were they? I'll spell it like scroll. Like a scroll. With two O's. Scroll. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that bit in Pooh's Grand Adventure where they misinterpret what school is for skull. Harnessing her special superpowers. Can we just say superpowers? Yeah. All right. Special so superpowers. let's give a bit of context, boys. We went and saw a pre-screening. We us, saw it early. We saw it, us three and Jack's missus, yes, Jada. Um, shout out to Jada. Shout out, shout out to Jada. Follow her on Instagram. Probably one Jada of the Deborah. three people listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like we all saw it together pre-screening what Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yeah. So we've all actually, this is probably the first time. We've had a while to digest. We've had a digestible time. <laughs> Wasn't much to digest. What? Wasn't much to yeah, digest. Exactly. That's eating a bunch of crackers. You know. I remember but, I was getting into a fight with someone on the internet. He's like, you you clearly haven't seen the movie. It's like, I saw it like four days ago. And the guy's like, it came out today. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Alrighty. So let's I'm just, let's go around the table. Up. Yeah. Jack, what'd you think? Uh, Average. Average. Pure average oatmeal crap, you know. <laughs> milk crap. toast. Nothing oatmeal, quite wrong with it. Glass of milk. Just a sort of thing. Just a movie. They they played it a bit safe, in my opinion. They were like, this movie has to be an average movie or else people mm-hmm. will talk trash and we'll never be able to make a female superhero movie. So let's play it safe and just give them the most formulaic movie ever ever made. I think that's the problem because like, if you, if you go by context of everything that's happening around this movie in terms of all the 
political nonsense that's you know, yep. going on, especially like with Brie Larson. I don't know exactly what she said, but I know she's made some comments that have like people have really jumped on and like using. Maybe it as an excuse if she to, has like, some charisma, the then like we wouldn't be talking shit. You know. Look, I think, I think has the... she been saying like uh... she's been saying it's a, uh, a, a female thing and like saying everyone who doesn't like it and talking shit about it is like a troll and all that crap. Is this kind of stuff like that? I couldn't even quote you or quote her rather, but. I know, like, there's a, just a lot of this, like, external political stuff banning around the movie, the tr- the which is, is, it just makes it complicated to talk about because you're right, it's the most C-grade, like, flatline average film I've seen. It's, like, they're, the easiest 5 out of 10 I've ever watched. They're putting a political, like, fucking argument against something like that. It's just, like, there's no need. It's just a... We've, we had Wonder Woman. We didn't throw a fit when Wonder Woman came out. Everyone was like, yeah, it's a good movie. We enjoyed it. So even if you maybe you guys didn't enjoy it, but everyone watched no, the movie. No, I enjoyed said, Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah, Wonder Woman was good. We liked it. It was Where better than a. It was better than a flat five out of ten. Yeah, this it was movie probably was like a like... six and a half, seven out of ten. Wonder Woman. I mean, with Wonder Woman, you got a you got a good first act, a pretty great second act, and then a t- atrocious third act. Worst. Which I don't know if that is That's better like... than Flatline. I really couldn't tell you. No, I'd say. I guess it would be better because you have memorable scenes. This movie Woman. though, this movie had nothing memorable. It was enjoyable. I didn't hate watching it. I didn't mind it. But at the same time, I don't think I'll re. I don't like it. Never gave me any reason to rewatch it or. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Uh, any big, interesting thing to talk about. A big question you gotta you gotta ask yourself is: twenty years from now, are you going to pick up this film and rewatch it? Probably not, because there's going to be other films that are made around this time that you'll want to pick up this, and watch again. This movie, being so averagely written and cookie cutter, needed a, a female lead with the charisma of a Robert Downey Jr. Which just elevates, like, everyone would watch the film and be like, the film was eh, but the character elevated it to a point where I want to watch this movie again because this main superhero is likable. But she. Would you say that was Iron Man? Was I would absolutely say it's Iron, Iron Man. Man is formulaic as fuck, but everyone remembers it so fondly because Iron Man. Well, yeah, exactly. Was played by Robert Downey Jr. I think it, I mean, I mean, Iron Man has, for starters, it has something that Captain Marvel doesn't have. It's a bloody character arc. Like Tony think, Stark no, changes as a person mm, I from. The, I think Captain Marvel. What do you mean? Within I, the first, or what? What do you mean? Captain Marvel has a character arc. No, she doesn't. She no, doesn't. she doesn't. Oh, I mean, it's the most basic, uh, fucking screen one hundred and one character arc. I don't know who I am. Oh, this is who I am. That's not, an, that's arc, not even though. an arc. Though, really. She goes. From she doesn't being, grow as a person. She grows as a person as she learns to be a person, and she realizes that being a person is what makes her better than everyone else. I think my. No, she realizes her humanity yeah, is her, her. She realizes her humanity is her most powerful weapon. She has empathy. She has I never the will to fucking. She... No, I agree. I I didn't. I didn't. There's even a moment in the film where someone goes, "You're only human," and she's like, she gets up and she's like, "Yeah, fucking right, I am only human." But I don't think that's an art. Well, that's. She's like the it's problem not is the arc that they establish at the start. The arc that they establish at the start is she needs to learn to control her emotions. Yeah, and no, she that, does and the, the arc... exact opposite. Yeah, but yeah, that's the arc. The arc is. She but she doesn't really learn... does the same thing at the she... end of the movie. She learns that she should. She... They like you need to control your emotions. Being emotional is bad, and then she realizes being emotional is why well, she's better than the Kree. Because she is human but, and she has but empathy. These and... are there are some like huge flaws in the sense that one is Jude Law really a bad guy? Really, he's just doing his. He's a military. He literally man doing his job. is just doing his job. I mean, he's a dick. I just but, think the thing yeah. with the character. But I mean, arc she's is... a dick too. She's like they're both pretty dick. They both have a dick measuring contest on how much of a dick they can be except, to each other. Except Jude Law <laughs> just naturally has a little bit of charisma, and Brie Larson is robotic as fuck. She's just reading her lines. 
It really does honestly sometimes feel like that yeah. with her performance in this because she'll say things. It's bare, It's not even like sprinkled. It's like someone accidentally dropped a bit of charisma. It there was, was a, one scene. Yeah, there was two. one or two scenes where I was like, oh, okay, I see what maybe you wanted her to be like in, when you were writing the script. Yeah. But then the way she delivers most of her dialogue is very flat and very like, oh, I have to read this bit of dialogue now. She makes like a couple of jokes in the first act. And then, I hate that. Even when she's so like, flat. She, even one of the fight scenes, like she has like kind of a little humorous. You know, where she, like, growls back at one of the skulls. Yeah, so but like even it. that was, That's like, like it. But that was out of character for her, I thought. Yeah. She was this, like, warrior. Well, and exactly. That should have been her character. And she's like, rah. Yeah. Like, what? Where'd that come from? I yeah. think a lot of this stuff gets tied... One, I, uh, it also really shows when she's next to Samuel, too, because who naturally just oh, yeah. loses well, charisma. The whole film is, like, but she, a good actress would have fed off the charisma of... I mean, she's a good actress. She's won Oscars and stuff, but... Yeah. She should have fed off the charisma of Sam Jackson, but for some reason it just like she just absorbs it and turns it into a plank of wood. I think like if you if you dissect it, because it's like I mean look at look at Captain America. Yeah, like he's almost got a very similar performance, but why does it's, that work when it doesn't work with Brie Because it's it's meant to be his character. he's the stereotypical nineteen twenties or nineteen forties fucking G boy. Leather coat, G-boy. slick back his hair kind of guy, like all American boy. Not a lot of people like the first Captain America so, either. I don't get that. I love the first Captain. I America. think it works with him because it's, well, because it kind of has that fish out of water effect of he's got the sort of stereotypical American boy attitude well, in, in the, a modern world. We're in the rest, but of for the her, it's sure. like I'm just blank person in a blank. Like, the but f- she should also be well, fish she, out of water because she's from I know, bloody another planet. But they wasted that. They didn't. They. It was like, oh, she's a fish out of water. Look, she's in the nineties, and then the movie's like. Yeah, we could do something interesting with the fact that it's in the 90s, but we can't be fucked. We'll have a joke later. Blockbuster! We'll have a joke later where she crashes into Blockbuster, and also this takes a while to load, but we're not going to have... Oh, that's right. I forgot about God, been, that scene was just... This movie should have been fucking neon and colorful <sighs> and people with crazy outfits in the 90s, but the movie was just like... Eh. I um I told you, Z, because we literally... When that scene was happening of the laptop, like, loading the... Yeah. What was it? Like, a floppy disk or something? It was, it was obvious. You're like, like, I bet they're going to do a loading joke. No, I, oh, no, I didn't even say that. I said, because people started laughing... Before the joke happened, though. Well, before it was funny. The joke was... Because I couldn't tell if it was meant to be funny. Eventually, it hits a point where it's taking so long. Yeah. Like, okay, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's loading, but and it's like, eh, 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 and they start laughing at the loading, but then she says... What's it like? Is it what is it doing? What is it? Yeah, exactly. And that's the uh, before joke, it's meant to be a joke. People already laugh. She doesn't understand it, but they just because it's so formulaic. The audience is like, "Oh, this is a setup. Oh, we should laugh because we're meant to laugh at this point." And I, honestly, the crowd we went and saw it with, they are having a great they time. They were laughing. Great time. It up. But you got you got to remember as well because I, I I thought about this. It's like it's been a while since like, especially you know with like the podcast and stuff that we've been doing, Zeke. That we're we're, what, we're purposely watching a lot of films that are a little kind of out there a bit more. Yeah. So. You know, these crowds are probably they probably they only see like four movies a year, and half of them are Marvel films. Yeah. So they're probably used to watching films that are full of baffos and are full of like humorous, mm. semi-humorous scenes. And I notice that about audiences; they laugh at things that are not meant to be funny anymore because they're trying to find humor in films that don't. Need if there's them. a moment of silence after someone says something a little bit weird, people laugh. It's like, oh, this yeah. is the part where we it's laugh. It's a like a laughing cue. Laugh. Yeah, this movie should have. This movie, even if it was formulaic, I was expecting stuff out of it. That would have been formulaic, but would have made sense in this film. Like, mm. wh- when you see a Marvel film in space, you think Guardians. And what does Guardians have? Or what does it, every Marvel movie have, even if it's rubbish? It has a set-piece action sequence. Like, mm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, not a great film. It has a lot of... Every action scene is like a set-piece that you remember. Yeah. Guardians, the set-piece where they're floating through the spaceship, or like at the start where he's dancing and like grabbing shit and singing into like space lizards and shit. Yeah. This, mm. I thought this movie would have a bunch of moments like that. But every fight scene was shaky cam 
the room was the lights were turned off, so you didn't know what you were looking at. And they didn't have anything interesting. Like the only moment in the film where a fight scene tried to do something interesting but failed anyway was when she had the thing stuck on her fist and she couldn't use her powers. Oh, yeah. And you could tell yeah. they're like, oh, look, it's a fight scene, but she can't use her powers. What's she going to do? Let's have a joke with this. But then it didn't quite hit And it's weird no. it's towards the start of the film as well, that little... There's thing. a lot of there's, shit like that. There's a, Okay, so th- this film fails in the sense that it's not... From a cinematic point of view, it doesn't do anything wrong. It just doesn't do anything interesting. It's just boring. It's just filmed. It's just... it. Yeah. And they're like, let's get a brown colour palette... Let's point the camera, rule of thirds, and let's just film this movie. We, we, everyone on that set knew what they were doing, but they had no real creative drive to do something it, they different. They gave this high-concept action film to people who don't know how to make a high-concept action film. Like, they give Spider-Man Homecoming to a guy who makes indie films. It makes sense, because they want to make a smaller Spider-Man story. Mm. You give Captain Marvel this space epic to a bunch of people who make indie film films mm. about fucking... I don't know what they make films. I've never seen one, but they make like indie films about relationships and shit. And then they give them Captain Marvel and it's just like, they don't know what they're doing. They've never shot action before. Mm. And then that it shows because they even just every fight scene, they, you could tell where they were like, what's the gimmick of this fight scene? Okay. Let's just half ass it and do that. Like, well, that's the thing. I, I, and I honestly, the more that we watch these films, the more I, I go, I can always tie it back to, I think guardians has honestly ruined these movies. Like the original, we expect them all to to be like guys because they've all got quirky. They've all got this quirky, fun dance sequence. Like she's got the the Fonz lunchbox, and it's like, oh, but it's quirky and funny. That sequence, you could tell they were trying to emulate some of the magic of Guardians. They're like, but they all are doing that now. now. They're like, let's have a moment where she dances. It's the '90s. She'll dance to a '90s hit, and she'll have it'll be a fun fight scene. But then they half-ass that as well, and it's a poorly lit, badly shot. This music is kind yeah, of we, just in the background. Can we actually talk about... The film I, actually felt really dark. Like, I, well, the that, colour grading, it just that, felt too dark for like, That a first good planet they went the to. Oh, that first... Um. I couldn't tell what was good. I was like, did they just film this in like the back of the studio with a smoke machine? There's yeah. no landscape. Of course they did. There's no idea of the screen. size. But you have this made-up planet. It can look like whatever you want it to look like. And you choose smoky, can't see anything three feet away, barely tell what's going on. And it's not like they didn't have the budget to... like. They had 150 million. 150 million. And it's like, those scenes, you're like, why do you need 150 million? I get it if you were a a 20 or 30 million film and you need to have all of this digital stuff Mm -hmm. going on, you mask the screen so it it compiles a bit easier. But 150 million is pretty much an unlimited budget for this kind of movie. And the thing is, yeah, I think Guardians is definitely, they've all got to be quirky and funny now. And I think that was my biggest problem I had with Infinity War is everyone had to get a quirk quirky line in yeah. and it it was overwhelming yeah when it was like 30 characters who all wanted to be the funny guy but the reason like you like captain america is because in those earlier movies he was his character he was a serious but like the later it's gone on he's now had to put his funny things thor is pretty much a joke because no one liked thor being i don't even know about captain america like that because like he's the last couple of films he's been is super serious he got civil war where he kind of had to play this balancing but act even between Bucky and that makes Tony. Sense to his, his character, and then is, Infinity War, he's just like sad and yeah, dull. All the time. And now he's got even more reason to be his sad. His character is a military man. He's a military. He's a soldier. Yeah. So it makes sense for him yeah. to be in a, a movie that's serious and depressed. Yeah. I guess she's a soldier. I'm she's just a saying crazy that fucking she's not. Space but she's not trying to she be has, like four is. She has no reason 
to be like quirky or funny or yeah. stuff like that. The whole thing with Peter Quill being funny is because he's got the brain of a, he's a an eleven year old. Yeah. yeah, he's a man child. But she didn't have to be. Fu- I didn't want her to be funny. I didn't care. They, Sam Jackson could have had all the comedy, and she could have been the straight man. But her being the straight man should have been comedic in a way in this film. Because she's a straight man who only knows crazy space shit. Yeah. So she should have been, like, the straight man in the sense that on her planet, she's just a normal by-the-books cop. But on this planet, she's like, oh, uh, what, what's this? I don't understand anything. And she, like, does shit differently. That's normal to her, but different to the, they. But they didn't play around with anything. Well, they crap. really didn't drive home. You're exactly right. She lands the, there and knows how to use a payphone. What well, I was about to say, the fish out of water stuff. They really didn't nail any fish out of water stuff in this film. Yeah. She rocks she, up and it's like, oh, well, because she's so smart. Well, but did you see the way she was tapping on that keyboard? It's like, cool. Oh, yeah. How did she know that was where to go to look up information? <laughs> does she know fucking what the internet is? Like, she's so quick yeah, to just adapt and she's just like, Oh, you know, it's it's fine because because the whole thing is they're trying to make her out like she's a superwoman. But the problem is, it's like we don't want to. We can't find that character relatable, and then that's where the that's where the the failure is. That's why you're attracted to Sam Jackson because he's just so. I am attracted to normal. Sam Jackson. <laughs> hey, especially de-aged. Am I right? Are we gonna? That uh, looked great though. He's he was, but then process. Coulson didn't look too great. Coulson yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You know yeah. what this movie needed? What? In my opinion. What did it need? I was waiting for the moment where we get a, a cameo from a Marvel character. Like, I was waiting for her to be in space and Thor with his blonde fucking hair and his blonde beard. That would be, like, way too Show like... up. This movie needed it. This movie had no... Reckon- I guess it had Sam Jackson. But, but this movie needed that moment where you're like, oh, my God. Because then you would have had a fond memory of this film when you associate it with a better film. Yeah. Like, it needed I mean, a moment... Yeah, but, like, it doesn't make much sense I'm, narratively. I would have been annoyed. I mean, it wouldn't have been, I'm not talking about Captain America's, like, oh, I'm unfrozen. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, like, like, imagine if when she landed on Earth... This could have even been an interesting fight scene. She goes to a club or something. She goes in the first building she yeah, sees. It happens club. to be a nightclub because she hears the noises or some shit. And she's like, oh, that like, well, let's fucking go in there. And who's in the VIP <laughs> section? A young douchebag, Tony Stark. He being wouldn't have done the film, I know. That's he wouldn't have done it. And then yeah. maybe he doesn't see her as a superhero. He just sees her walk by and he's like, whoa, what the fuck are you wearing? And then that's the end of her, his cameo. And then she goes and beats up some guys. And I, I was waiting for a moment where I was like, holy shit, I can't I would have gone for a was... Ruffalo one. That would have been the way. I would His one going. wouldn't have been interesting. Mm. He would have been like, "Oh, I'm a fucking." Ru- science. Did you say Ruffalo? Ruffalo. Okay. Sounds like I said Ruffalo. I would have been much more excited by a an like a Thor in his old getup, old fashioned Thor. I thought that that would have gotten a good reaction, or a Tony Stark with his fucking goatee and his ponytail, <laughs> like really could have and make him look like an idiot, and that could be the joke. Is um, like, look how nineties he used th- to be. This film, this film is it's a bit of a struggle. Nineties Tony Stark um, and I'm free though. Exactly. So I can bring him back. Just use the scene. <laughs> I from think Iron we Man can Marie. we can break into some spoilers because I don't think there's a lot to spoil in this film. Spoilers aren't exactly. The spoiler is the big spoiler is the scrolls of the good guys. I suppose. Which I liked. The, I I, I like that be, they weren't like they were make they were actual makeup and stuff. Uh, they real good makeup as well. Yeah, yeah. they put a bit of effort. In it. Ben like Mendelsohn's pretty good in this. He's great in everything, but there's gonna be people that watch this movie in America and they're gonna be like, oh, it's fucking immigration, political shit. But I, I, the, I, I liked how topic. I liked it was topical. It made sense. Mm. Yeah. But I like how they made the scrolls the good guys because. This, if they made the Skrulls the bad guys, this universe is but, fucked because everyone's I mean, a fucking Skrull and going to kill someone. So yeah. they make him a good guy. It's like, oh, at least we don't have to worry about them. Okay, well, I, I have two real big gripes where I was not happy. Um, one was the Sam Jackson eye-losing lo- eye scene. I which feel was... like that... No one laughed at that. That should have been a comedic moment. If they're going to do a stupid joke about how he lost his eye, even mm. though that's ridiculous, 
Because if that scene in Captain America where he lifts up his eye patch and his eye like, is fucked. Like, that's such a great yeah. moment and they ruin it with but the cat. That, he's, that wound is really bad. Yeah. A cat yeah. didn't do that. Even if it's an alien cat. He it's an alien cat. But he would have been like, yeah. he wouldn't have been like, oh, it's fine. It's just a scratch. He'd like, holy fuck, my eye. Like, it could have... I, they shot he could have lost it in a really fine. cool way. He could have yeah. like, could have legitimized Jude Law as a really good bad guy yeah. if Jude Law had done it. It should have been a moment. But it should have been a moment. But they really brushed over it. Whereas like, oh, his eye's broken now. And now, and then, true fans yeah. will realize. Bridging from that, the way that they they anticlimax that Jude Law final well, I didn't fight. Mind that. I, I don't know. No, but that's Baffos again. That's him like overacting and being like, oh yeah, bah, 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 bah. No, and even... she's like. By a character arc, boom, shoots. No, but, 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 even, but she doesn't learn anything because that's the whole thing. Literally, in the what first... she does at the start of the film. Yeah, no, but she learns to not listen. Like she learns that oh, to not control yeah, your emotions. No, she, yeah, exactly. That's how she learns. That's a terrible that, thing that's to teach makes, someone. That's what makes her human is her emotions. So I'm just gonna like... start screaming at the top of my no, lungs because I don't want to control. She learns that her emotions it. are what make her better than the Kree. But I think that scene, that scene was another instance of the audience being like. They were laughing at the, like at the scene when he's like saying everyone there. As soon as he put up his fist, we're like, "Oh, here we go. She's just gonna shoot him like an Indiana Jones." Yeah. But everyone starts laughing like, "Oh, what's gonna happen?" And I was like, "We all, guys, come on. We know it's that. We're smarter." And, than and I knew that was gonna happen, but wouldn't have been cool because the whole thing that, that could have been a more empowering thing. It's like she can beat him without his. No, power. she doesn't give a fuck what his opinion is. So she's like, "Bam, okay." Fuck Why? Because he's, what a, he's he the d- guy that fucking murdered her. No, he did his job. Like he was doing his she job. She blew herself up. Yeah, she crashed. She like crashed that. She bl- crashed because he shot her. He she doesn't have the life that and she, she blew yeah, herself then, up. Yeah, then, she blew yeah, bloody she, whatever. Yeah, she did that to save her friend, but she doesn't have the life yeah, that she but... should because he stole her and put her in a space camp and trained her to be. Oh, she would have yeah, been dead. Sure, but... She would have been dead. Listen, we're not going to agree on the character. This is our new Star Wars. We're not going to agree that I think oh, she had a character. Out. It literally, year, right? look, it <laughs> actually, you, but she doesn't learn anything. The whole thing, like, he is completely justified by like trying to teach her to calm the hell down. No, I think that and... she thinks he thinks that she should be a robot and not have any emotions. And then she realizes that her emotions make her human, so she's like, "Fuck you, I'm allowed." But to be she's emotional. not human. She is human. Not really. She's got blue blood, but she's human. <laughs> I think there's there was a critic like that could have been a really good moment and a really empowering moment. That would have been and a I, dumb moment. Why would she just go and fist fight? She's got the upper hand. She's gonna be like, "Um, fuck you, bam." I do love how Jude Law crashes in the desert, and then basically the next three shots with him are just him just kind of chilling in the yeah, desert. She, she's like slowly <laughs> flying back down to him. He's like. I guess I'll wait for her to finish stopping the alien invasion, I guess. <laughs> I'll be down here. I, the funny thing, I, I, I don't know, there's just such weird things, like when the Kree are about to blow everyone up. And You know what scene you guys didn't like? What? The scene with the music in it. And it's, what is it? The I'm big Just one. a Girl? Uh, I can't remember That's, the song, the song but it's pretty I'm much just that. A girl honestly, the, in the world. honestly, the stuff like the 90s references, even like, the when, visual stuff. should have been a bit. Honestly, more. didn't think it was that bad. I didn't. I, know, it didn't, but I, it didn't, I didn't think it was. Me. I didn't. I wanted more. That's my issue. I, was, I feel like they didn't right. go hard enough on the nineties. But you, you, everyone's complaining that that song literally is called "I'm Just a Girl" and it's about her being a girl kicking ass, and the scene is her I mean, a girl I kicking mean, ass. It's on the nose. But, yeah, but the end of Iron Man, the song "I Am Iron Man" plays. That's even more on the nose than "I'm Just a Girl." The end of the fucking Iron Man but movie. But it's the is end the of the movie. Man. It's like the yeah, sign the off. It's going to the yeah. credits. Uh, you, at the, in Avengers, this is her. This is her. In Avengers, epiphany. when he shows up to fight Loki for the first time, he puts I am Iron Man over the PA system, or Does fucking he? what? He puts Iron Maiden on the PA system and flies no, down. No, you're talking about Iron Man Two, aren't you? No, in Aven- I watched he Avengers put- last night. He when he flies in, he like oh, takes over a the helicarrier. Is it meant to be like? No, that's a- still ACDC though. That's not. Oh, it's Back in Black, right? Or is it something like that? No, Back in Black's Iron Man Two. 
One of the other way, either way, fucking I am Iron Man is in Iron Man. I don't think you can get mad at her for playing I'm just a girl. I think you can because one's the end of the movie. Literally, I am I'm. That's like little line. It's I don't know. It's no, it's it's her girl power moment. I think it bothered Zeke because I just think it's silly. Like you could find so many better songs. You don't really need. They're celebrating. They're like, yeah, we made a fucking girl superhero movie. Let's just fucking embrace it. Yeah, cool. Even it's been done like 50 <laughs> times already in the last few decades, and people yeah, like to that, forget about it every time it that, happens. Now that Marvel's done it in the MCU, it's going to happen. Everyone's a lot. like, this is the first female superhero. And it's like, well, what about it's Wonder the first, Woman? Oh, well, I guess Wonder Woman. Well, there was technically. Yeah. Well, what about Kill Bill? What about, you know, oh, Supergirl? But they're, they're all like five years apart. Like when when they made Black but Panther, but everyone hits the reset. Button. When they made Black Panther, everyone was like, oh, they've done it before five years ago. I was like, yeah, but now they're going to do it every year, and they're going to make big budget. African American movies. I think now. I think Black Panther's different because like they're talking about like an entire ensemble yeah. cast. I mean that's a little different. We're like so all crazy your, rich your agents. Entire there. cast is exactly. You yeah. know, it's like, it's it's slightly different from say Blade. I just think like, they okay, should well, embrace the fact that they're making. a... I like the fact that they can embrace the fact they're making a female superhero and celebrate. No, it. they shouldn't. They shouldn't have to tap it. themselves on the back for it every two seconds though. Like every time they do something like that, they shouldn't be like. Oh, look at us! We're being progressive because that's what it is. It's just chauvinistic. They're not doing it because I mean, they Hollywood, wanted to. Hollywood in general just has like such an overinflated ego about their leftism. It's true. The Oscars are. They do like now. they do the the smallest little thing, and they're like, "Look how progressive we are!" It's like, shut up. That's the thing, and it's like if we're really looking for that level of valid like validation from a hundred and fifty million dollar boring movie, you know, cool, cool. cool it's pro- guys. They're progressive, but. It, what are they saying with that $150 million? Not a hell of a lot. But what did we like about the movie? It's the writing and directing. What did we like? Oh, you like the writing and the directing? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I'm saying, I it's, like it's you. Just I... The, the, I mean, I didn't realize that these two were like a pair. And yeah. I, I only realized that recently, um, which is probably why they still, I don't think a penis should have co directed this film. A penis? That's um, what we call men now in 2019. Yes. <laughs> Fucking penis, man. <laughs> But it's it's true. It's like well, these movies. It's a little that, silly. Like it, it would be interesting to see how much, like, if you're in the position that they're in, how much directive say they no, actually I get. And they're just the name on it. They're like, yeah. Oh, can we do this creative scene? It's like, oh, that's not safe enough. That might be taken badly. So we're just gonna stick. Just do what we. I feel like. Just direct uh, I feel like you, unless you're the Russo brothers at this point. Or Taka Watiti. Or exactly. I was actually gonna say. It would be um, a good director. Unless you're those, you know, free people directing a Marvel film, I think they're gonna take the safe route, especially after something like, say, for example, Last Jedi. I think they're way too afraid to uh, get. Or, it is the best Star Wars film, but I you know, have. with all that considered. Yeah, <laughs> well, like I said, I think I think Disney are getting a little too safe with everything now, because well, they, they, they no, but they're still making the money though. No, that's at the end of the day, though. what what are they trying to do? Are they but trying? How much to... money did Solo make? Not much. Well, it's dead. So, no, it's first I think loss. I think that's what's weird go. about this movie is the past couple of years of Marvel have been the opposite of safe. They did safe with Avengers two, and then they were like, oh, people hated that. Let's make let's make Thor Ragnarok, which is I think it was because it was safe. Weird... It, was just, it felt a little overbloated. Well, oh, we, yeah. we I mean, couldn't handle that, was, that many characters. Uh, no, but yeah. that, uh, it was still like, they were like, oh shit, people don't like it when we make a generic movie. And they don't like it when we just use our movies to set up other movies. But then they, they but then they still went on to make, look, Doctor Strange, you know, regardless of what they did, special effects and all that kind of stuff. It's still a generic story. It's still super generic. Ant-Man is pretty yeah, but generic. They, they fucking... should have got bloody, um, what's his name, the director? And they, made Thor, they made Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok, which are the two, like, and fucking Guardians, even though I hate it. Weirdest fucking Marvel. Movie I did. Ever made. I did write down that. Um, because this is literally the note that I wrote. I'm glad you brought up Guardians. Cat made the film. I. 
<laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I don't know why I wrote down my notes Wednesday cat did night. Cat not make the cat film. Cat makes film. I don't know why I you wrote know, that because I'm not sure at all. I was just all. saying that if that cat ate my Tesseract at the end, I, I think w- I just wrote it because I like cats. I wouldn't have been I didn't like, actually. I mean like it. cats oh, too. That's why Jack. You, okay. an actual note. But that's why you like the band. But if at the end of the film, if I was holding, <laughs> if I was holding a cat and the cat ate the Tesseract, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's safe. Let's go. I'd be like. Uh, cut it open. Get I mean, it the out. Cat, the cats are. Okay, are we talk about how that scene with the cat eating all those people or whatever. That was literally the Groot scene in yes. Guardians One, and then the scene with Captain Marvel's like flying around space. Like that's literally the exact same shot as Iron Man in Avengers. I know. That's why I watched Iron Man the other like, night because yeah. that scene of her flying around I was like, oh, it's let's exactly watch Iron Man the now. Same. Isn't that the thing that that's the ultimate like. They're homaging their own movies. <laughs> I can't they're allowed to do. I, I just think, think it didn't work. I couldn't think. Well, of no, much about it just shows like. how unimaginative they are. They're just like, hey, let's take something that people actually thought was fun. I did see potential in this character. It's something I liked, and by potential, I mean I thought her powers are cool. And if they did a better film, I would be more interested. I just thought the really our powers really that cool. She kind of just shoots lasers. Yeah, but they don't really have a superhero in Marvel universe right now that flies around. And shoots I was lasers. gonna say, is she the Iron first Man Marvel... shoots lasers? Like, is she yeah, the first MCU character to actually be able to fly? I mean, you got Thor Iron can Man throw his hammer and Vision like, hold can. on. Thor kind of Vision and Iron can. Man kind of. Vision, Vision... Oh, is true. Vision can. Yeah, but he's like a robot, so that doesn't count. And he's also dead now. He's also dead. <laughs> oh yes, he's dead. Oh, no, yes. no, no, no. He wasn't a snap victim. I think he's actually dead. I think he's dead. I think Gamora's no, I... dead. I think Loki's dead. No, no, Kamora's in the Soul Stone. Oh, that's a good point. That's a She's good coming point. back. She's kind Guardian of a victim. I reckon... No, what was yeah, it? we'll see how that goes. What were you saying? Oh, no, I, I like the fact that she's a dumb, flying, shoot lasers out of my hands. Because Marvel doesn't have dumb... <laughs> sh- like, I, I like the fact that she's the most generic... Kind, like, she's like when you think... <laughs> No, uh, her powers. That is his compliment going to an insult. I like how when you think when you think of superhero, you think oh they can fly and shoot lasers, and she can fly and shoot lasers. So I like the fact that she's just a superhero. Okay. And I think that oh finally the Marvel has not the Marvel has it's it's weird. It's like the Marvel has a generic superhero now. We've had all these quirky characters that have their own sort of weird quirks. But she still has to be quirky though. She's not generic. She still she has generic powers. Sure. She screams at someone for no reason. Because that's what makes her human. <laughs> she's sitting in a bar and just blows up half the bar. Just and she's like, like a like, shitty point to my, That's my big things to take from this is I don't think there's a character arc. I think she's the exact same woman at the start and the she end of the is. film. Well, there is a weird thing in that film where she does... She's a super powerful alien person. Then she discovers that she's human and she had a life there and she kind of gets a bit humanity. And in the end of the film, she's a superpower. But she was never person. inhumane, though. <laughs> she she never was sort of inhumane. Same person, but... She was never inhumane. At any point in time, did she come across as inhumane? I'm not saying inhumane, but they're teaching her to lose her humanity by not showing emotion in battle and all that shit. Because and she's she... technically not the same person. Yeah, but then she learns that she was that person, and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to be emotional as fuck. I, I just think it's silly. And I think the things like the Tesseract with the, the Fonzie lunchbox is so, like, hoo-hee. Stupid. Wow. And if, if is that, and that's not <laughs> even that's not even nineties. No, that's it's like 80s. A, 80s, 70s that's shit. A, it's 80s and even day. like her wearing like a leather jacket and riding a bike felt eighties as well. So it's like this movie was like really scared I, of the nineties. I do have a question to pose for you both. Because okay. I've been thinking about this specifically. Because I went into this movie being like it will benefit from being a standalone, this film you can just watch on its own sort of thing, which is is just pointless because like so many people have seen all the half the MCU films or at least most of them at this point. Um, the big ones, at least. The big ones. I mean, my I know my sister. The first MCU film she ever watched was Infinity War, and she loved it. She absolutely loved it. I have no clue That's how that works. And I think she's seen she's seen like Homecoming, and she saw Captain Marvel the other night and stuff like that as well. So she's kind of catching up. But the, I think the point is, that it's so 
in, nearly impossible for that to be the case for anyone now to watch an MCU film for the first time now. Yeah. That being said, I actually think it was almost. I mean, you mentioned earlier wanting. What are you doing? Sorry. He um. You mentioned earlier how you wanted like um Iron Man to appear at some point. This is, or Tony Stark. I'm randomly. saying if you're gonna make a generic film, at least give me something. <laughs> well, the thing uh, the thing I wanted to point out is, would you guys have preferred it? Because it does kind of stand on its own for mm-hmm. the most part. Would you have preferred it if it was even more tied into the rest of the universes and there was even more references and stuff? Because think... I'm starting to see this as like a, just a giant TV show. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate. Sure it feels like it. I appreciate yeah. every Marvel film that isn't directly connected. That's why Thor Ragnarok is its own film. All these they have always yeah. got linked to it, but they're sort of their own thing. I appreciate it, but it's. I don't think it has anything. I don't think I would mind either way. I, I feel like this one was very. Felt very phase two. Let's quickly tie all these like. Yeah. Let's. Oh, we have to explain how the Tesseract got here for some reason. Like the whole film was, that was pre- pretty much. Let's well. just explain how Nick, Nick no. Fury got this Tesseract. I would have just appreciated watching this ru- no, watching this average bland movie. I would have appreciated them showing me something that would remind me of something not average and bland. So I would be happy for a second, <laughs> and then go back to that average bland movie. Because then, like Civil let's, Civil War, is a generic movie. I think. But no, it has no, good, but it has actually. set pieces that you enjoy. The movie generic, and then you get the airport fight, and it makes the movie a ten out of ten, and then back to being generic. What really? I absolutely disagree. That's I, I, only, I only watched that movie for the airport fight, and I guarantee you, a bunch of people only watch yeah, that movie first, for the, the airport fight. The first time you watch it, that's like all you give a shit about, and no, then I love, after you watch I actually, it afterwards, I, so you're like, the only that's reason I really I'm film. way more of a fan of the final fight between film, Bucky, Iron Man, okay, well, and Cap. way, it's just set pieces that you're excited about. The story yeah, but itself is set pieces. That's but then oh, I, I, I guarantee a bunch of people agree with me. But I, this is what that movie. This movie needed at least two set pieces where I'm like, okay, that movie had a couple cool set pieces or like a cool cameo. I'll go back and read. How many it. times have you seen Civil War though? Uh, probably four or five times. Okay. You've seen it enough. Maybe I just I saw like it three times in the theater. Maybe I just yeah, Jeez, same. Wow. Maybe I just like Spider Man, where I only give gave a shit about the Spider Man scenes. Well, that's what I remember. Like the first time I watched it, you're right. That's like I was I watched the entire film waiting for that scene. Yeah. That scene comes had th- a blast in my life in the theater, and then after that I was like, eh. but then you rewatch it, you actually take in, you know what's happened. You're like, okay, let me digest this properly. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, the rest of the film is like really good. Well, do we want to have some uh, final points that we want to take away? Everyone from- say something that they actually liked. Anyone? And Jude we'll Law. Be... I like Jude Law. Wasn't in it much, but. And I liked. I definitely liked Ben Mendel. Like Ben Mendel. I like how he kept his Australian accent. I like Stan Lee. Is he Australian, Ben Mendelssohn? <laughs> Obviously, he was Australian in that film. <laughs> He's true blue. True blue Aussie mate. Where's he from? Probably Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Stanley does get technically two cameos in this film. He gets a nice oh. little sweet one on the train, and then the yeah they do the Marvel logo, the opening logo, which was devastating. Which I think they should use. He that is an in Australian actor. Where's he from? Yeah. Melbourne. Uh, I'll have a look. It's probably from some weird place like Bendigo. Oh, he's in Animal Kingdom. But it's like I said, Melbourne. It's, it's that there you go, Melbourne. It's like I said, it's that thing of like I see this as just a big TV show now because it's so like it was a big phenomenon. It was like a huge achievement to do what they've done with this whole entire like franchise. And to keep it so, and this was um, a filler keep the con- It was a fi- exactly. It feels like a bottle episode. It's like, oh, remember this character from still incredibly remember this character from Guardians? But oh. yeah, I mean that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And I, I think I'm gonna start enjoying these movies more when they feel like bigger chunks in the overall story instead of a standalone film. I think these films need to start actually being bigger parts within the whole. I just think that, well, I it's think getting that's why to that. That's point. why all the Avengers are so good. Well, it's getting to that point that that's 
what a lot of people are actually having like kind of critical issues with these films is. But it feels like that's if, the only way they're going to start working anymore because they feel so bland otherwise. I think it's just an issue with don't make a fucking film that's a prequel. Ca- Captain America worked because we, we were watching that movie and we're like, this is how it all started. How did it start? You yeah. It was also, at that point, it was only the second or yeah, third. This, I think it was the third film. It was like, this yeah, is how it, it started. Been, yeah, like let's watch this. Let's watch how the superhero fucking began. Actually, but Cap- this I film... think Captain America was the, the last one before Avengers, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it makes sense, because the end scene. Because, yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that would have been the oh, that would've been fourth. I have but, this, uh, yeah. this, My... this movie being in the 90s, is just like, we're watching the movie and we're like, well, nothing's going to happen because no one knows Captain Marvel exists. Like, but... nothing big enough can happen in this movie on Earth that makes any impact in the universe because they haven't mentioned it yeah. before. Yeah, but uh, look, I think the problem is because we're suffering so much fatigue and it feels like we're watching a really, really long TV show, basically. Mm. The problem is that f- up until this point, a lot of these films get away with, oh, but they're building to a bigger film, an Avengers or a Civil War or Endgame. And the reality is that that's not how movies work. Otherwise, it might as well just be a TV show. Well, that's what I'm saying. It feels like a TV show. But now. I haven't. So that's I, what because, they're going to start doing. Gonna because start I don't know about that. you guys, but I haven't been fatigued lately. I've thought Marvel Universe and everything have had like a shot in the ass. Like, like no, they they had one better. little. They had like one adrenaline hit with Spider Verse, and they had no. They had Spider Man Homecoming, Black Panther, which is no, not Oscar but good film. Thor Ragnarok. Endgame, like this, like they had this like second wind of like, oh, actually, this might go on for another ten years. You mean Infinity War? Yeah, whatever. Infinity War, and then Captain Marvel comes out. Doesn't work as a film though. It's too many characters. It's the same problem Game of Thrones is going to have this season. It's going to be too many things happening. Works as a film. It's. I don't know. No, you got to take if you take your rose tinted goggles off. My rose tinted goggles are off. Well, I don't want it to. I don't need it to be. It's not obviously (laughs) not going to be a traditional film introducing each character. And showing how they all ended up there, we fucking know about the characters. But shouldn't we, we, shouldn't we watch each of these movies, and they should all be able to stand on their own? I no, don't think. I don't think that until watching this film, and I was no. like, no, these films are more no. enjoyable when I, they're part of. No, the I think picture. they're all. They all should be able to stand on their own, and I should enjoy it. It should be. I should. My review of it should be: Does this movie stand on its own? Ten out of ten. But Avengers shouldn't stand on its own because it's fucking Avengers. You can't at it's, that stage. It's all these movies made this movie. It's not. This is a good movie. You can't review, happens to have these characters in it. You can't review Infinity War by the free X structure or the character. Arc. Find... Even though there's a lot of characters that do kind of have arcs in that film, you just can't do that. Because this is pretty much the third act the same of a film. bunch of films. It's in, like, if Endgame is just a giant fight, it's because it's the third act of this part of the cinematic universe, right? Who knows? Endgame might end up being our Endgame for this podcast because I think I'm going to be pretty fiery after we go see that. Oh uh, no, it's. Gonna I be don't good, agree with man. with with you. On that, but I will save that for in game, and Look, I'll think, bring. I'll bring the. I'm bring the pain. Look, I think the thing is like, at this point, you watch MCU films with like, okay, these should kind of work. I just you have to watch this as a TV show at this point. You can't otherwise. And I wrote, I did write a comment here, which I thought was quite funny. It, it tells you how much importance this film has to Endgame, which is almost none. I, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote. I said, if the line quote, "Hi, I'm Captain Marvel. I worked with Fury in the '90s," comes up in Endgame then you don't need to watch this film to watch Endgame. Yeah. You don't. That's literally all the information you and know anything, about this character. They just took away from the original, the intro scene, didn't they? Because they put it in as the post credit sequence. Yeah, but I, I like mean, they that. did it because the film's going to be they too d- long. They did that, they did that in uh, Winter Soldier as well. They did do that. They Winter teased, Soldier. what was it, Civil War? Oh, was it? No, it was... Um, oh, they did it Ant-Man. No, in... What was, there no, was... Ant-Man had a scene from Civil War in it. 
Oh, okay. The end credit scene was that. No, that was yeah when they caught Bucky and his arm. Was yeah, 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 yeah. That That's was... I liked how they did that because it's like yeah, here's a tease and you're excited now because this character might be good in a different movie. Well, anyways, uh, I can wrap it up. Captain Captain Marvel was out in cinemas Captain right Marvel. now. Does anyone have a favorite scene? Um, uh, no. Uh, when they <laughs> when the scroll goes to her house and is just sort of drinking a milkshake in her lounge room. <laughs> And That's just pretty like, funny. Hey, that I'm, just, I'm just a normal guy, mate. I'm really not that bad. Anything with Ben Mendelsohn being Ben Mendelsohn. Where do you get the milkshake Zeke gave a very audible sigh, though, when he walked in with the milkshake. It I did. That scene that. was filmed weird. That scene was filmed like an indie movie. It was like sunset. It was sort of dark in the background. Yeah. And I it was do... just in a field, and it was like I saw it a lot in this movie. I do want to give... I do want to give... There's one scene towards the start. The very first time that she starts having like flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I she fucking gets, hated that. Like, that you was, hated that? That was student film. That was them trying to be no, interesting. That, that was student film like, oh, she has amnesia? We'll just cut back to her past. Yeah, because it was like it really should be more weird like, transition. It should be more stuff. like, just show the movie and she, she can just see stuff like photos and documents that, like Captain, Captain America Winter Soldier, he found out shit about the past through not flashbacks, through just shit happening in the world. Yeah. I didn't need it to cut, cut back I and th- go. I think it was just the way they oh, did it. was Even the voiceover? Oh, rewind. Oh, let's see that. Audience, are you paying attention? But that's what this I mean, This part's yeah. important. Look at that bit. And it's like, oh, bit on the nose, mate. I don't know. I feel like a lot of this movie's a bit on the nose, but who knows? Actually, was what, there a scene before... where she was like, I'm Captain Marvel, bitch, or something? Was that one of those moments? No, yeah. they did the Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, but she, no, but she that was close. That was enough. just the character's name. Uh, did Captain Marvel? I mean, that's based. I mean, how? Why else would they have that conversation in the film? If it's not for that, if it's not. There was an on-the-nose conversation. It's fantastic. At the end, what was that? They had a moment like that in this film <laughs> where he's like, "Uh, would would when he's in the kitchen, and he's like, I'm going to keep the tesseract. He's like, would Marvel like that? And he's like, I think Marvel would like that. And they look at the camera, and it's like, <laughs> cinematic <Whoa>. universe. <laughs> there's one. There's Billions one thing I do want to mention before we finish with the film. Because they do have that moment, and it's it's a it's a small like feminism moment, but it's a, it's an interesting moment. They almost nail it where it's like all the different like carols of different ages. Mm-hmm. Like when she's like knocked out, like she drives off bloody go kart track, or like she does. You know, she fall, or she falls off the bloody rope or whatever. She keeps like they falling, have man. all those. Like she gets falling. No, they have all those scenes of her like getting up, and it's like a montage of the soundtrack moment. under it. Um, and like it almost worked, but but one of the kid carols just kind of had like this really angry face on her. No, like she was trying to look cool when she did it. It's like no, you should be like every other child version. Look like you're in pain. That scene was just in that movie to put in the trailer of her standing up seven times. Yeah, her just fucking. Yeah, I didn't like. This film (laughs) is the definition of vanilla vanilla ice cream. Mm, Nothing wrong flavor. with it, but it's no Neapolitan. It's not cookies and cream. It's, it's just... the most flat rate film I've seen in a long time. It's real fucking white bread. It's yes. even better than Flatliners, which is just fucking flatliners all the way down. Toast. At least it's horrifically funny. Um, okay, so news in cinemas this week. Uh, we've got Hotel Mumbai, Girl of the Sun, and Sometimes Always Never. Um, I only know the first one. Hotel Mumbai looks pretty cool. Basically, just a bunch of gunmen coming in, and it's one of those like sort of bottle movies, you know, where the, all the characters are in a place. The stakes, it's dangerous. Could be interesting. Anyway, next week on the show, we've got Good Time. After a botched bank robbery lands his younger brother in prison, Connie Nickass embarks on a twisted odyssey through the city's underworld in an increasingly desperate and dangerous attempt to get his brother Nick out of jail. This film was... Co-directed by siblings. 
Yes, Benny and Joss Safty. The, oh, the writers were oh, Ronald Burke. Or maybe they're husband and wife. I don't know. What else have they done? <laughs> I just assume they're siblings. The Safties have done a couple of things. Um, and it stars Robert Patterson, Benny Safty, and Jennifer Jason Lee. And this film I have seen once beforehand. Um, but Jake has not seen this film. I have not um, seen I have this not motion seen picture. This film since it came out, and I kind of only watched half the film, so I'm watching this film properly now. Um, and I'll be keen to check it out with you, Jake, next week on the show. Oh, man. Huh. Keen. Awesome. I like the sound of that. No worries. Jack, thank you for coming on this week. Thank you, oh, Jack. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay. Put on a voice. It was a pleasure. It was good to talk about a blockbuster film for a change. We're going back to the indie circuit, though. Yeah. <laughs> Is that indie circuit? Good time, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's like a oh, $20 yeah. film right there. Yeah, boy. You'll find out. Do coming up. Noises. All right. So we'll catch you next week, boys. I was Zeke Morgan Hine. I was Jake D. Agilia. Am I allowed to speak here? Yep. I, I was Jake Beard. And we'll catch you next week. <laughs> See ya. Bingo bongo. <laughs> <laughs>